we call unto you, O God, Jesus. Holy Spirit, machine terrible Holy Spirit, Mareketi la brabada son toro bosho tototo. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Maracantele broco do sitalaradabas in te de 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 Holy Spirit, we welcome you today. We welcome you in this place. Understand that when we call upon the Spirit of God, it is not just so that he can come and take a seat. We welcome him here because it is him that should take center, front and center. There is nothing that we can do without the Holy Spirit. Even the things that we take for granted, there is nothing that we can do in our own strength. So what I want us, wherever you are this afternoon, this morning, wherever you are, to open up your mouth and welcome the one that can do all things, the almighty God. Do not look unto yourself to think that you are able. It is God that is able and it is him that makes you able. Holy Spirit. We cry out for your God today. We cry out for you today, oh God. And we say, Lord, would you come? Lord, would you come in this place today? Wherever we are, Laba, come and meet us here, oh God. We have not come to meet man. We have not come to gather unto ourselves. We have come to meet with the almighty God. What can we do without you, oh God? I do not look unto man, O oh God, but I look unto the one that is the author and finisher of my faith, O oh Lord God. And say, it is you, O oh Lord, that we need. It is you that we desire, O oh God. We have come to meet with you today. Lord, would you grace us with your blessed presence, O oh Lord. We lift up our voice. We create an atmosphere, oh God, that is conducive for you, oh God, to dwell. We want you to dwell here this afternoon, oh God. Would you come? Would you come, Holy Spirit? We lift up you, oh God. We lift up your mighty name. We give you praise, oh God. You are the one that we adore. You are the one that we worship, oh God. There is no greater name than the name of the Lord Yahweh. There is no other name that is worthy to be praised. So Lord God, as we welcome you, as we worship you, as we sing praises unto you, would you come into this place today? Holy Spirit, Jesus, fill this place, God. Feel this place. Come and feel this place. Don't get distracted. Set your eyes, set your gaze 
on God today. No matter what it is that you are going through, no matter what it is that you are facing, there is one that you can look unto. He is faithful. And we welcome you in this place today, Lord. We say you are welcome in this place today. We welcome your precious spirit in this place, oh God. Come and feel this place, God. Feel, feel, feel this place. Saturate, oh God, this presence with you. We call upon the name of the Lord. We draw upon you today, oh God. With our hearts, oh God. They are open. We say every heart is open, that every heart will encounter you today, oh God. Rekete, because there is nobody that can come and have an encounter with you, Lord, and will go back the same way that they came. Father, we want to encounter you today. We want to encounter you today, oh Lord God. Would you come and meet us here? Would you come and meet us in this place? Rekebo shantala rabasata. It is not by the fine words and eloquence of a man that a, that a spirit that is, that is dead and despondent that can be lifted. Father, it is you that we need. Come in this place, O oh God. Come in this place, O oh God. Come in this place, O oh God. We need you, O oh God. A divine appointment. We have come to meet you, O oh God. This is not just a regular Sunday. But understand that every single time that you meet with the Lord, there is something new he can do in your life. If you would but open your heart and open your mind and be receptive unto him. Hearts are open. Hearts are open. Hearts are open. Mashile breketele broko santara da 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 da. Reketele de broko santoro broko sotoro do 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 do. You see, when Lazarus was in the tomb, it would have been easy for Jesus to just say, "Lazarus, come forth." But as I was reading, as I was reading that scripture, Jesus said, remove the stone. Does that mean that Jesus wasn't able to do what he needed to do with the stone there? No. But we understand that certain times, enable for Jesus to reach you, you have to remove what is that is blocking When there's a stone, what can permeate through a stone? It needs to be removed. 
when there's a hardness of heart that needs to be removed so that there can be a, fle a fleshy heart that can permeate, that God can permeate and penetrate through. So I want us to open our mouths wherever we are and say, Lord, whatever hardness, whatever stone, whatever represents a stone in my heart, would you remove? Would you remove, oh God? Whatever it may be, whatever it may look like that is representing a stone over my heart, Lord God, that you want to enter, remove today, oh God. That it can be a fleshy heart, oh God, that can receive from you. Father, we want to be able to receive from you. So Lord God, even as we are behind and we be, we're, 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 we're obscured from these things that are in front of us, remove whatever it is, oh God, that is blocking you. Remove what it is, oh Lord, that is in our lives, that is in our hearts. Pain, disappointment, anger, resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness, whatever it may be. Remove it today, oh Lord. The callous and cold heart will be revived, but it needs the coldness to be removed. It needs the stone to be removed. Come and have your way in this place today, O oh Lord. Come and have your way in this place today, O oh Lord. In every heart, in every mind, in every life. In Jesus' name. Don't stop praying. Leke koko soko torianda da 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 bo shikata da 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 bo sata le ba 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 shikete de 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 bo shikata la kato koso kotorianda da 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 bo shikete leke koso kotorianda da 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 bo shikata leke soko torianda da 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 bo shikete de 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 bo sokoto la kasekete de 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 bo koshekete de 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 bo kosikata ka leke koso kotorianda da 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 bo shikete de 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 bo soto la ba kasekete de 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 bo koshikata leke soko torororororororor Leba ka sheke te de 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 de
If you're able to stand or to kneel or take another posture, please do so. If you are able to, le ba 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 shake it, de 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 Have you wakened? Yes, God. Oh, have 
have your way, God. Oh, have your way, God. This is your temple, God. This is your place. Have your way, God. We're here for you. We're hungry. We're thirsty. Desperate for you, God. We're hungry. Thirsty. Desperate for you, God. If those words are not true for you, if you're not hungry, if you're not thirsty, if you're not desperate for God, then I want you in this moment to ask Him to give you a hunger and a thirsting for Him. We're hungry and thirsty. Hunger and thirst, God. Release a hunger, a hunger and thirst for all those who are not hungry. Release a hunger and thirst. Release a hunger and thirst, God. Oh, release a hunger. Release a thirsting, release a hunger, 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 release, release, release a hunger, release a thirsting, 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 release a hunger. Release a thirsting, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release, release, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release, release. Release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger. God, would you release, release a hunger, release a thirsting. Release, release. Release, 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 release. Release a hunger. Release a thirsting. Release a hunger. Release a thirsting. Release a hunger. Release a thirsting. Release a hunger. Release, come on, release a hunger. Release a thirst, oh God. 
over kingdom culture release a hunger and a thirst for you in the name of jesus we will be hungry for you we will be desperate for you in the name of jesus we will seek you Oh God, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release a thirsting, oh God. Leba baba baba shikata da 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 bo shikete da 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 bo soto. Release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release a thirsting. Release a hunger, release, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger, release a thirsting, release a hunger. Yes, God, release a hunger. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. We need a hunger and a thirsting for Him. We need a hunger and a thirsting for You, O oh God. A hunger and a thirst for You. A hunger and a thirst for you, O oh God. Le ba 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 shikata da 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 bo shikata. Le ba 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 shikete da 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 bo shikata. A hunger and a thirst for you, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. This morning, when I was praying for Kingdom Culture, I just um, got a word lethargic. Lethargic means sluggish, slow, fatigued. The opposite of that is energetic, vigorous, animated. And I just want us to pray. I know this is a time of musical worship, but I really want us to pray for kingdom culture as a whole. That God will revive us. He will revive our passion for him. He will revive our hunger for him. Amen. I want us to pray that right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, for kingdom culture. We pray for revival, oh God. Revive us, oh God. Revive us, oh God. Revive us, oh God. Revive us, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Leva koshe ketene nebo kosotori anda bakashikata. 
Let there be a revival of passion, a revival of a hunger for you. Let there be a revival, oh God. Revive us, 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 oh God. Let there be a revival. Let there be a revival, oh God. Let there be a revival, oh God. Revive every passion. Revive a hunger. Revive a thirsting. In the name of Jesus, God. Jesus, revive us, oh God. Revive us, oh God. Revive us, revive us. Oh, revive us, God. Oh, revive us. Revive, revive, revive your people, God. Erababa, shake it, sikata. Thank you, Jesus, for revival, that you will revive us, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, O God. You are worthy. You are worthy, God, of all our praise. You are worthy, God, of all our praise. So we wait for you. Yes, God. We wait for you, Jesus, yeah. We wait for you, Jesus, to walk in the room, to walk in the room. We wait for you. Oh God, oh God, we wait for you, yeah. We wait for you. We wait for you, oh God. We wait for you to walk in the room, to walk in the room. We 
Jesus, we wait for you. Yeah, we wait for you. We wait for you, God. Oh, we wait for you to walk in the room. Oh, walk in the room. So here we are, standing in your presence. Here we are. Standing, Shekinah glory, Shekinah glory, come down, Shekinah glory, here we are, standing in your presence, here we are, standing in your presence, Shekinah glory, come, oh, Shekinah glory, here we are. Here we are, standing in your presence. Here we are, standing in Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory, come down. Shekinah glory, here we are, standing in your presence. Here we are, standing in your presence. Shekinah, Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory, here we are, standing in your presence, here we are, standing in your presence, Shekinah glory, come down, Shekinah glory, here we are, here we are, standing in your presence, here we are. We're standing in your Shekinah glory, come. Shekinah glory, here we are, here we are. Standing in your presence, here we are. Standing in your presence, Shekinah. Glory, come down. Shekinah glory, here we Standing in Shekinah glory, come. Release. Release the fullness of your spirit. Oh, Shekinah glory, Shekinah glory, come. Shekinah, Shekinah glory. Release, release the of your spirit, oh, Shekinah glory, Shekinah glory, Shekinah, Shekinah, release, release the fullness of your spirit, Shekinah glory, Shekinah glory, oh, Shekinah, become when you move, we want more, you speak, we want more, you move. We want more, we want the fullness. When you move, God, 
When you move, we want more. When you speak, clap your hands like this. When you move, you move. We want more. We want the fullness. When you move, God. When you move, we want more. You speak. We want more. You move. We want more. We want the fullness. When you move, God. When you move. We want more, you speak, we want more, you move, we want more, we want the fullness, release, release the fullness of your speech. Kind of glory come, she kind of glory come. Shekinah glory, release, release the fullness of your speed. Shekinah glory, come. Shekinah glory, oh, Shekinah glory, come. Shekinah glory, Shekinah glory, Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory come. Shekinah glory come. Shekinah glory come. Shekinah glory come. We come. I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough of your presence. Tell him, I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough. Can't I can't get enough? I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough. Can't I can't get enough? I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough of your presence. I can't, I can't get enough, can't get enough. I can't, I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough. Can't get in, can't get enough, can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough of your presence. I can't get enough. Release the fullness of your spirit. Shekinah glory come. Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory come. Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory come. Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory come, Shekinah glory, 
Shekinah glory come. Oh, Shekinah glory come. 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 You know, these past few days, I've just been really feeling like, God, there has to be more than this. There has to be more than this. There has to be more. There has to be more. I don't know if you want more of God, but I want more of God. We need more of Him. We need to see Him more. We need more of him in our lives, in our character. We need you more, oh God. We need you more, oh God. We need you more, we need you more. Reveal yourself to us again. Reveal yourself, oh God. Where we are stuck in the old revelation, give us a new revelation. A different side to you that we've never seen before. Oh God, we have to have more of you, oh God. We have to have more of you, oh God. We need a different perspective. We need to see you, God. We need to see you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. We need you. We need you. We can't continue to go on the same. We need you, God. We need you. We need you, God. Reveal yourself, oh God, once again. Reveal yourself once again. We have to have more of you, oh God. We have to have more of you, God. No more routines. Jesus. We need more of you, God. We need more of you. We need more of you, God. Have your way. 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 Jesus, we have to have more of you. I want you to ask God, God, give me more, more of you, God, more of you. We can't continue the same way. We need to see him. We need more of his presence. We need to see a different revelation of who he is. Father, reveal yourself to us. Reveal yourself to kingdom culture. Reveal yourself to any person connected to kingdom culture. Help us to dream again. Cause us to come alive. Cause us to come alive, oh God. 
Jesus, we want to see your face. We want to know your ways. We want to see your face. We want to know your ways. Come and please help me sing. Jesus, we want to see you, Jesus. We want to see you, Jesus. We want to see you. We want to see your face. We want to know your ways. We want to touch your grace so we can live your days. We want to see you, oh Jesus. We want to see you. We want to see you, God. We want to see you. Oh, Jesus, we want to see you. We want to see you, oh, God. We want to see you. Oh, we, we want to see you. Yes, God, we want to see you, yeah. We want to see you. We want to see you, God. We want to see you. Oh, God, we want to see you. Hey, we want to see your face. We want to know your ways. We want to touch your grace so we can live your days. We want to see you. Oh, we want to see you. We want to see you. Make it personal. Say, I want to see you. Oh, I want to see you. When I'm in my bedroom, I want to see you. I want to see you. When I'm driving, oh, I want to see you. I want to see you. When I'm on the bus, when I'm walking, I want to see you, God. I want to see you. Say, I want to see you. Hey. I want to see you, I want to see your face, God, I want to see you, oh, I want to see you, I want to see you, yeah, I want to see you, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, I want to see you, I want to see you. I want to see you, Jesus. 
Yes, Lord, I want to see your face. I want to see your face. I want to know your ways. I want to touch your grace so I can live your days. I want to see you. Drop my low by a lot. Drop my low by a lot. We want to see you, Jesus. Drop my low middle down. 
we want to see you, Jesus. Now take the keys up a bit. We want to see you. Now take me up a bit. And I want to see you a bit more. And I want to see, I want to see. And I'm going to see, I am going to see you, Lord. Shalaka <laughs> Zabu la katia bunda katia badu zadiata zekete beleke tonda badia tonde beleketa zigele belekondi akaburi akata zete beleke tomba siakata come on somebody lift your voice in the Holy Ghost na prokuria taba zekele boru tabareke zika la badu zabadeela 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 Yeah, we worship you, we magnify your name, we bow and adore you, we worship before you. Kalabo Zabadia Komatia Kaboliata Zekelevon Tabadia Keleboza. Jevele Boro Babadeela Babadeela Zokorovu Ibomane Come on somebody push with me Push in the Holy Ghost Push 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 Ekoramaye Sananele Paladi Eto Mari Paladi Eto Mare kabade sata isevetwa lakura babatenenda ije dobola kalia vondeski abadola Jesus we welcome you in this place Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. In the earth as it is in heaven. Blessing and glory and honor and praise now and forever. To the only wise God our Father. Be blessing, glory and honor. Now and forever. Nine o'clock. Now and forever, we belong to you.
We belong to you. As a people, we declare that we belong to you. Take my gain down just a tiny bit. We belong to you. This much is true. Now and forever. We belong to you. Take the keys up just a tiny bit more now. We repeat the covenant. We repeat the transaction. We repeat the encounter. We revisit the altar. We pour out the libation of our love at your altar. Ah, we pour out the libation of our love at your altar. Come on, somebody. We wet it with the tears of our affection. Ah, we drench your altar with the tears of our affection. We have no other God but you. No foreign God will take your place. Oh, my Kabo. We love and adore you, Jesus. We worship before you. We love and adore you. Hey, Kaba. We worship before you. We love and adore you. Hey, Pa. Sadi. We worship before you, Jesus. Now and forever. Now and forever. Now and forever. Kalabu zividebo la baba biata. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sikele dombra atie komba batie kela. And so, Father, tonight, this evening, we welcome you in this room. Sit in the fullness of your weight and your weightiness let your largeness and your muchness apply pressure on us let every eye see and every hear every ear hear let every heart be branded with the reality that you are god to the glory of the father today we come to lift the savior up till he speaks you will speak from eternity you said if we lift you up you draw men to thee till the keys gain off just a tiny bit so would you pour out your power and love and we'll say we'll sing holy 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 abu zava lakuna miatina Thank you, Jesus. In the same atmosphere with the key still playing, grab a seat, somebody. Grab a seat. 
Welcome to the first Sunday of the month of the Gregorian month of April. Of course, we know this is not the beginning of the Hebrew month Nisan. We started that over a week ago. And what's happening this month in terms of the Hebrew calendar? Who, who's aware? It's the month of the what? The Passover. Someone say Passover. Passover. Speaking about passing over, um, I'm, I'm a bit embarrassed to say this on camera, but I just realized that uh, I forgot to sort my parking out. So if somebody can uh, help me uh, do that real quick, I'll reimburse you so that I don't walk out to get a very expensive um, autograph uh, right next to Esther's car. So wherever she parked is where I'm parked. Yeah, so um, if you could help me work that out, that'd be great. I promise to reimburse you. Alrighty, get your Bibles out, everybody. First of all, before we go any further, Chrissy, I'm going to need you at that desk. A couple of things to announce for this Hebrew month, Nisan, the month of April. There is a lot going on at Kingdom Culture, and we want you to be well abreast. By the way, we're coming to you today from the city of Nottingham. And for those of you who know that not, nothing can harm you, could you give God a shout of praise? Y'all didn't get the memo. Let me repeat. If you know that because you're in Nottingham, well, not just because you're in Nottingham, but if you know that nothing is permitted to harm you, can you give God a shout of praise? Um, we were supposed to be holding the General Assembly in London this Sunday. Um, but due to some last-minute logistical issues, we decided, uh, and also due to an, also, an internal logistical issue, we thought we had sent you the information out as early as Tuesday morning or Monday evening. Uh, our apologies about that. For those of you who heard over the last few days, some of you reached out to me and said you were looking forward to coming to Holborn. We're looking forward to having you. What's worth doing is worth doing well. Amen? Amen. And we want to make sure that we do it well. And so, uh, first banner that will be put up on the screen is uh, we will be meeting in Holborn for the first time on the 15th of April which is the forge someone say the forge the banner will be on your screen and behind me shortly uh, the forge is a 12-hour prayer encounter now interestingly I heard Mrs. O'Kalem saying today while she was singing that we just there just has to be more than this right Esther that you just want more well you don't, not you in general, I'm just saying in general, not you in particular. There's only one way to get more of God. And it's not about want, it's not by wanting it. That's the first step. It's by paying a price. Someone say paying a price. price. Yeah, he says, if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. So it's very simple. You can have as much of God as you want. Wow. It's, a, it's a blank check. And, and, it's, and it's very simple. Amen. It's prayer. It's staying in your Bible. It's fasting. And it's seeking him amen it's living a life of consecration and pregnant pursuit and so on the 12th christian waiting the forge on the 12th or uh, the 15th sorry of april we will be gathered oh okay that's cool cool i sorted out no we're fine we will be gathered in the city of london at the new central london embassy the place we were supposed to be today for the forge 12 hours of prayer um Reverend Gideon Odomo, my brother, will be joining us at some point during the day. He's going to be live. Somebody say live. He's going to be live in the flesh, uh, God willing. And we will literally, uh, we will make sure that Esther's cry is answered. Amen. 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 Uh, but starting this week on Tuesday, uh, we begin the second week of apostolic emphasis of the year. And for those of you who are not aware, if you joined us in between the last one, we take five days 
uh, to set a a table of understanding in the word for a spiritual concept that we usually then take further either immediately after or in a soon to be coming uh, time or journey of consecration and so from the 4th of April that's this Tuesday till the 8th we're going to be gathering every night at 7 p.m. Uh, mainly virtually although some of us will be live in the studio mainly virtually and we're going to be looking at the topic weep not uh, and it's, as you can see, it's going to be five days of what? Doctrine and power. Amen. We're going to see God lay out the manifestation of what we're learning about. Amen. Amen. Uh, and Week of Apostolic Emphasis is one of my favorites. Uh, it's a time of rich. I mean, God is just good to us in this house. Yes, you really need to. You know, I've had people who've had to leave for a while, geographic issues, things of that nature. They've moved away. And they're like, you know, it's just, it's just, I just couldn't find anywhere like it we and we take it for granted and not just me everybody who stands here to preach have you noticed that there's a rich pipeline of grace and i'm looking forward to this now on the 5th of april you might be wondering why are these dates concurrent i'll explain we're going to be starting our next consecration journey 12 days of fasting and prayer someone say 12. it's not 21 it's not 40 it's not 60 amen it's 12. now for the times so from the 5th to the 8th, which is the time that these two... Um, Chrissy, you're working with me online, right? With the banners online? Okay. So for the time that these two converge, every day we're going to be doing both the week of apostolic emphasis and the consecration journey in the same evening service. So we're going to teach and pray. But also it means you should literally come fasting. And if you've wondered why the word fasting is called fasting, it's because it actually makes certain things fast. Yes. It's an accelerant in the spirit. Amen. Amen. It's a, you know, I was, I was reading, you know, for those of you who are on the 21 day, not 21 day, 180 day Bible journey, anybody hasn't given up yet. You know, I keep moving between being two days ahead and a day behind or a day behind ahead, sorry, and two days behind, you know, because sometimes I get stuck on a chapter for like a few days. Um, but I, I came across one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible recently. A man called Ahab. The Bible says he was the most wicked king in Israel's history. It says before him there was not <laughs> Eric, it says before him there was none as wicked as him. Wow. And after him there was none as wicked. And the Bible says God made up his mind that he was going to die. And told him by a prophet. And Ahab, the Bible says, humbled himself with fasting. And God told the same prophet he sent to him. He says, Can you see? how Ahab has humbled himself before me. He says, I will no longer do it to him. I'll do it in the days of his descendants. And the very next chapter, Ahab went back to being wicked. And God did not re-reverse the mercy. Are you listening to me? That's the power of a fast. It, it can accelerate some things in the spirit. If it's done with wisdom, and intention not a rev service you fast okay it fast give me no, let me rinse my mouth like there was a small granite there <laughs> hey pick a fast that works for you yes, sir. and stick to it and what's a fast it should be less food than your normal ration simple whatever your normal ration is skip one meal that's a fast that's the minimum fast i should say 
and the more you want to see the more you should skip there's two primary ways you can ignite a fast one is via um, duration the other is via intensity duration means you do it for a long time 21 40 70 90 the year we planned a kingdom culture I spent at least 85 to 90 percent of that year fasting I was so skinny Padge begged me she says they will say I'm the one suffering <laughs> initially it was a twig right so if you wonder why the foundations of this house have such a pregnancy of God's glory me and other people I wasn't the only one but the, a price was paid amen none of us is as slim as we were that year all of us that fasted that year where God has enlarged all of us we have all he has increased our capacity amen we, 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 we were breaking something but if you don't want to go for long if you're a sprinter you do it for a short time and you do it so for instance the power of a three-day no food back-to-back -back three day fast is roughly about the same power of a 40 day breaking everyday fast you just condense it does that make sense and if you are like me um well different people you know your our brains work differently our prayer lives and our fasting lives in my opinion should mirror the way our brains work does anybody uh, agree with me so if you are a sprinter you go two three days of hardcore either one tiny meal or no food at all you take a break and then you carry on so two three days back to back one day to relax and that day is not to heap your plate it just means one day just to make your metabolism doesn't die and then you go on another two three days if you're if you're a marathon runner I, I i recommend a meal a day is a beautiful fast you will see the results right very quickly one meal a day any time of the day you can have it at breakfast i'll see you for breakfast tomorrow you can have it at 2 a.m in the morning doesn't matter when you're eating once a day time is irrelevant your body will eventually its circadian rhythm will eventually catch up with that meal and it will work itself out so you're not going to get any health issues nobody say well i shouldn't eat at night if you're eating one meal a day eat at whatever time that meal is right and then you see yourself 24 hours later and while you're doing it you are informing god or reminding him lord i am humbling myself before you there's a reason i'm doing this it's not for my figure your figure will be the byproduct yes, you know fasting is good for your health yes, literally fasting if, if you if you've been if you've ever if you know anybody who's diagnosed with cancer put them on a fast try it if you know anybody who's dealing with anything like diabetes or anything of that nature put them on a fast are you hearing me somebody it, it it'll do some spectacular things can i go further it, 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 no, I know there's children watching, my mom keeps reminding me, but if you know any man who's suffering with low something, I'll leave the rest to your imagination. A man, a married man, he should be a married man, otherwise he should not need to know whether it's low or high. If you know a married man who's suffering with a, low, a certain low count, put him on a prolonged fast. You know, God, God in we're the sickest generation ever because we're the most addicted to food. Our ancestors didn't eat like we did. They didn't have three square meals a day. When God was going to feed his prophet, how many meals did he send? Two. 
There was no snacks. No, 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 no protein powder for the gym. No dessert. Well, maybe in the same meal there was. But my point is, we were not designed for our mouths to continue, continually chew. Are you following me? It is not healthy. It is not natural. And up until very recently, it is not how human beings lived. So we have all kinds of health issues. And then secondly, God built in fasting to the calendar of his children. And so even in, even, or, or even taking into account the lower amount of eating, he scheduled times where your bodies were supposed to shut down. See, eating every day of your life is like a car that never turns off. The battery or the engine will die. That makes sense? We're not even talking about what you eat. That's a different matter. You can keep the exact same diet you have. And if you reduce your frequency of eating, your health will double in quality. And that's even if you're eating junk. You can be eating poison. Right? You know I call some things poison. And if you literally... And, and let, me, let me help you out. You can eat the exact same amount of food condensed into far less frequent and your health will improve. You can take your four square meals that you have and eat it once till you fall out, till you, till you fall over with a food coma and then time yourself and say, I'll see you tomorrow at the same time. Two things will happen. Eventually your stomach will say, I can't handle that anymore. But secondly, does that make sense? So we were designed to be creatures of fasting. In fact, Jesus, Jesus, uh, Jesus, describe the season in which his disciples were not supposed to fast as a bridegroom stag do a wedding night he says while the bridegroom is with them is, are you a bridegroom every day of the year you're only ever a bridegroom in the weekend or week of your wedding in essence the season of your wedding so jesus described the times when you should be eating as when a bridegroom is with you he says when the bridegroom is with them they should not be innocent when the, the, there's a wedding it's time to celebrate he says when the bridegroom leaves they will fast hello does that make sense okay i know some of you are looking at me funny you are the ones who said you want more of jesus yes, sir. Yes, i was good i was see, I, I was in Sheffield this morning by the way with uh pastor musa and pastor Eunice barco they send their love can we celebrate them they had an amazing uh, worship conference this week called Psalms Alive and it was just spectacular uh, and I was I had the honor and privilege of ministering at Victory Assembly this morning and I was literally just going to come and just re-preach my, my word I thought let's keep it simple let's keep it sweet you know let's make it nice and easy user-friendly uh, but blame Esther she said we want more and I, I saw some of you more <laughs> So I decided to help you find more. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speaking about more, can we celebrate the newly married couple in the house? Mr. Eric and Mrs. Jill Owutu. Jill is somewhere with the Royals teaching the children's class. Congratulations. It's good to have you back from the moon. Amen. You know, um, yeah. I'm sure Esther was glad to have you back, Eric. <laughs> yes. 
she didn't try to um, replace herself today. Private joke. We love you. God bless your home. God establish it. God increase you more and more. And God never give you. God make sure you never have cause to regret the decision. To join this train called marriage. I've been doing it now over 13 years. It's a good train. Choo choo. It's a good train. And so we will be fasting for 12 days. And theme is what? Weep not. So what should you be fasting about? Anything that's causing you to weep. And like my Jamaican friends say, or anybody from the islands, you know, because they keep reminding me Jamaica is not the only island. Right, Carmen? So to all my island family, they say, Im um the shoe fit. Im I wear them. You, good try, right? I tried, I tried. I, I'm sorry. I, I apologize for butchering your language. You know, imitation is the highest form of flattery, they say. In essence, you know where it hurts. You should be, no one should push you to fast. I'm tired, not you, kingdom culture, you're different. But I'm tired of a generation of people who whine to God all day long and then do nothing. We, we know how to complain. We cry. Yeah, my life. And when you finish crying to God, what he does is he supplies grace, wisdom, and opportunities. God's answer to every cry for help is usually instructions and grace to carry them out. But you want to be tearing that turkey leg, talking about why is my life like this? People of God said, Amen. Amen. And so we're going to be going for a 12 day journey of consecration. Um, I intend to do business with the Lord in deep waters. And then again, let's look at the, let's see the Forge Flyer on the, the, the penultimate day. No, it's not the, it is the penultimate day. Yeah, the second to the last day, we will gather uh, for the Forge 12 hours of prayer in London. It'll also be online. And then the day after, the Sunday after, that will be the first time that we actually hold a Sunday service at the Holborn Embassy. And our guest that Sunday will be my brother, Reverend Gideon Odoma. And we will have ourselves a time and a half in the Holy Ghost. Someone say grand opening. Grand opening. Grand opening. It's going to be live. Final announcement real quick is that all roads now lead to London. The dates for the summit are confirmed. November the 28th to December the 3rd. Wow. What's the wow? I like, I like you like the dates, right? Pardon? What do you say? No, 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 no. She can't complain. Okay. She better, she better not. She wants more. We can have a we can have an Ahasuerus summit. Since you guys do Ahasuerus celebrations for your birthdays, um, the summit this year is going to be something. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. 
It's going to be something. Uh, we have a few uh, confirmed people who are coming back from last year. And one or two new faces. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be in London. We'll confirm the, uh, the, the address shortly. But you can go now and ask for that time off. So what's your first, in, uh, what's your first assignment when you get to work tomorrow? You go straight to your HR department. And you tell them, you give me these dates or I, 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 I quit. I'm only joking about the quit part. <laughs> but you let them know that you mean business. Um, the theme is government. I'll say more about this over the next few weeks. All right, get your Bibles out. I'm supposed to be in the middle of a series about loving God genuinely as the pathway. Can we get that flyer if we still have it? As loving God genuinely as the pathway to your rising. Uh, this should be part five. Someone say part five. Uh, actually, it is part five, but I'm going to take it a slightly different direction than you may think possible. Is that okay? So come with me, and I will still do, I'll still make it a, an expansion uh, on my word this morning in Sheffield. And we will see where the Lord will take us. Psalm 149. Psalm 149. The Bible says, Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. And his praise. Someone say his praise. Uh, uh, let me. Let me. Mm. I'll come back to that. His praise in the sanctuary, in the congregation of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praise on him with the timbrel and the harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute upon them the judgment written, colon, this honor have all his saints god bless the reading of his word all righty eric you can be seated thank you so like i said i was in sheffield this morning and just take me down in the house just a little bit i was in sheffield this morning with um our spiritual family literally the rock from winds dr jockey and i were hewn pastor musa was talking about how we got married in that house, meaning the church. And I also added that we technically, she said we met, sorry, in that house. And I added that we technically met in his house. We didn't meet for the first time, but we regularly met in his house. Um, sometimes it's safe to meet in certain places. I'll leave it there. 
if you're a person who is uh, experiencing the throes of love, some locations are better for meeting than others. And I, 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 I firmly recommend your pastor's house if you live near your pastor. It's a very safe place to meet if you have the fear of the Lord. Uh, and may the Lord give you understanding. Amen. And so um, it, it was full of all our, our family, our brothers, sisters, you know, people that we go way. Oh, what's going on? People that we go way back with. Where's Chrissy? Somebody grab her. There's a little bit of an issue. Uh, people that we go way back with. Now, I taught for 25 minutes this morning. And some of you are like, what? 25 minutes? Yeah, I did. Literally 25. You can time it. Um, and it was a synopsis. And I felt driving down that I was going to expound it a little bit because it fits perfectly in the curriculum of genuinely loving God. Um, the focus in the morning was about understanding the mystery of what praise is. Uh, you guys know that very well. And so we'll take it a bit deeper with the same context. The Bible says, praise the Lord. Verse 1, Psalm 149. Sing unto the Lord a new song. So it's talking now about praise and worship in the vehicle of music. There is a conundrum for the apostolic Christian. It is reconciling the fact that music is not praise and worship with the fact that music is perhaps one of the best vehicles for praise and worship. It's a, it's a thin line to, to run where you don't equate music with worship and praise. In essence, you don't, the fact that you are singing or doing something musical does not mean you are worshiping and praising God. I believe I will, Chrissy. She said, say that again. So I repeat. Musical expression does not equate or guarantee the activity called praise or worship. However, music was created primarily as a vehicle of praise and worship. Any other use of it is a perversion. Say, what about love songs? Well, if it is a godly context for love song, does that make sense? E.g. the songs of Solomon. You know, God, God, you know, you know, God's got bars. Anybody know God's got bars? Don't, don't sleep on Jesus now. He, 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 he's slick with it, you know. He'll hit you with a, a song of Solomon. I am my beloved and he, hey, chai. Oh, ain't nobody like the Holy Ghost. Ain't no high like, a, you know, anyway, let's move on. Ain't no high like the most high. Um, done correctly, all music should draw glory back to God. Even if it is not directly mentioning him as the direct object of worshiping, the singing or the playing, done correctly, in essence, if any, any, any musical expression that is God-approved and God-ordained will eventually, in some way, shape, or form, redirect the enjoyer of the experience to God or accomplish something. I'll give you an example. David was playing an instrument in Saul's throne and the evil spirit says, can't touch this. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> In essence, music should help accomplish a divine purpose. Yes, sir. 
And sometimes we go so far to the, well, music is not worship, and that's correct, and I have championed that for years, that we forget that it is, like I said, one of the most potent vehicles of expressing worship, praise, and thanksgiving. Secondly, let's define some terms. The three terms used where music is concerned with God. And I will enter his gates with so what's the first word? Thanksgiving. I will enter his courts with praise. So what's the second one? Praise. And the third one, obviously, is the W word. It's the dub. Worship. And if you grew up in church like I did, you probably have heard that you worship God for and you praise him for if you grew up in church, what did you hear? Not what some of you know now, by, but what were you told? You praise him for what he's done. Yes, sir. Then what then is thanksgiving? No. You literally thank him for what he's done. So that definition of praise is faulty. It's incompletely correct is the technical term. You worship God for who he is, meaning his nature. You thank him for what he has done or what you're trying to get him to do. Those are his acts. You praise him for what he is. In essence, what he has the capacity to do. Does that make sense? I worship God because he is loving or great, right? Or mighty or faithful or integrous or truthful. Does that make sense? Yeah. I praise him for what he is. He's a healer. He's a provider. He's a savior. Way maker. He's a miracle. So now the question is, I want you being technical. No. Worship is talking about his personality yeah. and his character. Praise is talking about his vocational identity. You get it now? Praise is focused on the latent potential of what he is as described by what that thing will accomplish. And when I praise him, I'm dipping a bucket in an unending stream of possibility. Worship is not slow music. And praise is not fast music. You know, worship is not gospel slow jams. And praise is not gospel bashment. <laughs> well, that's what the average Christian treats it as. When we say worship, they mean gospel R&B. And when we say praise, they mean literally gospel bashment. Especially if they're from Jamaica. Pun? That's a good point. Well, you're marrying into that family, so be careful, sir. <laughs> Amen. 
For they remind you that they are also active Christians terrorizing Satan. <laughs> and you are the Satan. <laughs> so when we talk about praise, we're talking about a very specific piece of the musical puzzle, if it's expressed by music. Because that is what unlocks the dimension of God that gets stuff done. When Israel was going to war, they put the singers and the musicians ahead. And the Bible says they praised the beauty of holiness. Praised. Does that make sense? When they went to Jericho, they were told to make a shout at the blowing of the ram's horn. And something happened. How does this fit into loving God and rising well? First of all, you will remember, sit them with the flyer again, you will remember, or you will realize, sorry, that if you are going to rise on God's economy, it means he will do something. Remember, we're talking about there's several ways to rise. I told you a few weeks ago, right? That there's multiple ways to rise. And there's multiple reasons why you can rise. You want me to repeat them? Number one, you can rise because Satan is fattening you like a calf to the slaughter. Satan has made a calculation that your elevation will give him some mileage. Yeah. And so he will sponsor your eyes. He shall akola. May you never, may you never. Look at your neighbor. Say, may I never. I never. Now tell them, say, may you never. May you never experience that kind of elevation. Second reason you can rise, equally as bad, if I probably worse, is like Pharaoh. God told Pharaoh, I raised you as an instrument of destruction. Meaning, I, God, God said, I raised you so that I could publicly deal with you and teach the world a lesson. Chimaka. I want to say chimmo. I had to change it. That God, see, oh, I see. Hey, these immortals, they're very strange things, though. I was going to say people, they're, not, they're very strange beings. That a spirit can, listen, a spirit can sponsor a season of your elevation and enlarging. That's why the Bible says, do not, do not envy the wicked when he prospers. David said, I was upset. I was, anybody like, anybody like that said, God, how can you be blessing that person and see me now? Well, first of all, that means you need help. It means you're arrogant, proud, and self-absorbed. So that's probably why he hasn't blessed you. But there are people you, sh you really should not envy. David says, then I consider their latter end. See, that's why, the Bible says, don't anoint a novice as a leader in the body of Christ. Right? Don't anoint a novice as a leader. I realize one of the reasons for that is, there are things only experience can show you. You need to have lived long enough to see, I taught you guys before, right? To see the end of a matter to acquire spiritual wisdom. Yes. There are things you can know and understand in your head and from scripture. But until you've lived long enough to see it in reality, you may have insight or knowledge, but you don't have true spiritual wisdom. True spiritual wisdom is the product of God's word, God's spirit, and your experience. 
Can I repeat? The three, there are three components to wisdom in the spirit, spiritual wisdom. The one that comes from above. There is God's word on, or insight, meaning God says something either through his Bible or he says to you in person, teaches you a principle. That's good. You've started your journey. It then needs to be breathed on by the Holy Spirit. Excellent. You've bought your ticket. But then you must travel that train. And it takes time for certain things to play out. David says, I considered their end. Means I lived long enough to see how it turned out. <laughs> when you've lived, oh, I sound like I'm 70, I'm not. But when you've lived as long as I have, lived a little bit, mm. just a bit. Yes, sir. Don't be fooled by the hat, it's covering something. Yes, sir. You know? Um, somebody said, where, somebody spotted me a few, few months ago and said, where did your grace go? I saw a few weeks ago, fasting. Jokes apart, fasting actually deals with, I'm not joking, seriously, if you're fighting grace, fasting, go on a 21-day fast. They, I'm, I'm not joking, I'm serious. And if you live a fasted life, even better. But like I was saying, when you've lived as long as I have, when you've walked with God as long as, I've walked with God now for over 30 years. I've, been a, I've, been a, I've, I've had a relationship with God, except for three years in the middle where I ran away from him. But if you start from the, the beginning till now, it's 33 years this year. And you learn a little thing or two when you walk with someone that long. I can, I can observe someone now rising, and I'll tell my friends. You know, I don't discuss things like this with Padge because Padge is very emotionally invested. But I say, but why? But, but what, can't they see? I'm like, oh, please. But I just, I just talk with one of my boys, one of my friends. You know, you know them. I say, mark this person. And they'll say, you too, you, you saw it. I say, wow. And nine times out of 10, we've, we agree. And give it two or three or four years. Wow. Because you can see that the spirit sponsoring the rise is not the one you walk with. See, you know your husband, don't you, Esther? You, you, you live with him, right? You, you, you're around him. You know his antecedent, his nature. You know what he smells like. You know, none of us think we smell because we all have an individual smell. And you've lived your whole life with your smell. I don't mean an odor. There's a difference in an odor and a smell, right? So you, you know your spouse's smell. Does that make sense? I, I, the, 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 scent. Okay, let's use the word scent. Scent. Yes, yeah, scent. Thank you. But pa, 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 is like, I don't smell. I only scent. Okay, fine. So, you, so okay, cool. So... You, you, you know, you know, you know, I was sent. So you know your partner sent, your, your, your husband or wife sent, right? And, and you can walk into a room. So literally, you, you, you go to a hotel and you go to the concierge and they tell you, oh, that, you know, your husband is in such and such a room. And you walk into that room and in, in five seconds, you know, this smell is not my husband. Does that make sense? You walk with God, you, you, you can, you, you know, and, and, and people, see, people who don't walk with him, haven't walked with him as long, or haven't, in, because length is not, length is half the battle, the other battle is quality, mm, yes, depth, yes, the fact that you've been walking with God for a long time means nothing, it's the length times the depth and the breadth, the Bible says God is a mat mathematician, we, we can know his, the, the height, yeah. the breadth, and the depth, or the length, the breadth, and the depth of his love. People who don't have that investment of experience with him will call you judgmental. So don't talk to them. 
No, don't, 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 don't. Shh. Keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. You don't have to warn everybody about everybody. This is, the, this is the other side to what I was talking about last week Sunday. Many of us are spiritual police. We must let the whole world know that somebody has a problem. First of all, how do you know who has a problem that God is helping them deal with? And who is a wolf? That's the first problem, right? And then secondly, even if you have caught a wolf, it may not be your job to announce the wolf ring. There are people, sadly, who are better victims than preempted victims. There are people who will love you when they have fallen foul or into the hands of a spiritual abuser. Then they come to you, hey, yeah, and then they love you. And you try and prevent them. They hate you. So you don't cast pearls before swine. Does that make sense? Some of us need to just chill. So if you're a young pastor, hear me, hear me. It is not your job to correct every single person. No. Now, if you come and ask me, I will talk. It's a different matter. If you come and you say, Pio, what do you think about this person? Many of you know, right? I would tell you. And, and I think so far I have a 100% ratio, success ratio, right? True? I say, I say, mark this one. But P.O. Why? I, I, I'm not going to tell you why. I'll just tell you, if I were you, I would not be opening my soul to this person. Give it three or four years. The third reason you can rise, listen, is that you work hard. Yeah. There's a level of elevation that you don't need a spirit to sponsor. Well, true, because as you rise, a spirit will come and check you out. So if you're going to function on that economy, don't overdo it. See, it's like, it's like if you're involved in credit card fraud, right? Let me tell you. Listen, listen, listen. Look, look at me, look at me, look at me. I told you that your pastor had three years where he and God were not cool. Right? Okay. Now, I was never a fraudster. I was never 419. But I found out that some of my friends were. You know how I found out they were? I was asked one day, are you going to be home this weekend? I said, yes. They said, oh, we're traveling, but there's a delivery that's coming. And we closed in 2006. There's a delivery that's coming, and we're not going to be home for it. And we want to see if we can just reroute it to your house. That's, what, that's the problem with not having a relationship with God now. That inner voice was like, okay. But something just didn't sit right with me. But I said yes. And then the thing arrived. And there was a consignment. Consignment. It was like a pallet. Listen, and then I was then told when they came to collect it, for your efforts, we would like to give you, listen, a console game, so there was not PlayStation, or was it PlayStation 2, and a camera. This was 2006, a digital camera. I said, what kind of delivery? I said, Chimo. And my father sent me to university with one statement. If you're an African man, you know this statement. It says, I don't have much to give you, but my last name. It says, don't forget 
where you are coming from. Yes, I say, Are you hearing me? And so I confronted my friends. Some of them eventually ended up in, in prison, sadly. A few of them quit early, but the ones who... And they confessed eventually and said, well, you know, man must work. I said, this is not working. No, the meant work means chop, eat. I said, this is not food. This is greed. Listen, and one of my former friends, who was also a former person, explained to me and said, well, this is how we do it. He says, you can't get too greedy. He said, there's a level of fraud you will do that it's more, it takes more to pursue than to just let it go. I said, eh, tell me more. Listen, they were giving me an education in how to do this. Because as I, I said, yeah, this is what we're doing, but you know, you can join us. I'm not joining you. They said, well, you know, I said, okay. I said, I don't want to go. They said, no, you won't go to jail. This is how it works. So I was intrigued. I said, explain. I didn't join them, by the way. I said, explain. They said, well, this is how we do it, you know. And I thought, wow, it's true. I'll give you an example. If, if, if I, Jackie, if I took a pound from your bank account, what would you do? It's just too much. You call the police, you fight for a pound. Now, if I took a thousand, it's the same thing in the spirit. If you want to rise on the platform of, of, of hard work, don't overdo it. There's a level of blessing, elevation, increase that the spirit says, not, not, just allow him go. But I learned from experience. Keep rising and watch. At some point, someone will visit you. And they don't always show up in person. The, the in-person one is when you get, there's a level where they come in person. But this is how you know they've come to visit you. What was working before doesn't work anymore. Or you are given an opportunity to compromise. There is, it's like sin starts to follow you around. You, 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 you were begging people to date you and they won't listen. And now everywhere you go, someone is throwing themselves at you. They've, they've, they've observed in a realm that you're rising. They've come to offer you the deal Jesus was offered. And at some level, they will show up in person. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you don't fall for that, if you don't compromise, a point comes where an entity will visit you. A dream, a vision, in some level. Sometimes they send a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. One of my mentors told me that for years in their city, their church wasn't doing, doing well. For years, for about 14, 15 years. And then all of a sudden, a few years ago, it began to explode. An organization that, whose name I won't mention, but many of you know it. If I call it, you'll know the name because people rap about it. Right? And people say it's fake. They wrote him a letter. They said, you've reached the level. A letter, he told me. They wrote him a letter saying, we would, at this point, you'd now join us. You're now, you've reached the radar. And he wrote back saying, I'm a Christian. I'm a, I'm a minister. Right? I'm a bishop. I don't do such. And then they informed him of several bishops in his city. 
They were saying, see, no, we're not a demonic organization. Of course they were. That we have people where, where, where a group who likes to do well and change lives, you know, and everything. And even these, your colleagues in the city are part of us. And there were some of the bigger... But you can, you can rise on the back of hard work. Like I said, just keep it 2.5 children, buy your house, pay your mortgage off for 40 years and die. Satan might, might leave you alone. If none of your ancestors ever had dealings with him, good or bad dealings with him, he might, you might slip through the radar. But that is not a risk I am ready to take. Gerard, behave yourself. <laughs> the fourth reason you can rise is by a sovereign act of God. God has decided that he wants to make a name for himself. May that be you in Jesus' name. Amen. But that's like playing the lottery. Wow. People like that can't seem to do any wrong. Wow. No matter what they do, God has just made up his mind. By a sovereign act of his will. And you will, you will literally kill yourself being jealous of people like that. And he usually picks the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. In essence, he, he wants to make it clear that it's him. So Esther's like, you know, I want to see more of God. And she says, I'm going to go on this 12-day fast. And she's, Reko, Maka. And then the person is chewing talky. Mwah, mwah. And then like Esther, man, I was, last night I just did my five minute quiet time and I saw this thing, this vision, and Esther's like. How many of you know people like that? Just, just double, double is their name. There's times that God just decides by sovereign act of his will. He says, I'll be, I'll be gracious to whom I'll be gracious to. And I'll have mercy no matter I have mercy. Bible says by that, that the purpose of God by election may stand. Before Esau and Jacob were born, God didn't hate Esau. That came later. I've told you that, that that was in Malachi chapter one. But God just decided that the elder would serve the younger. Simple. I mean, how? Why? Because he's God. And once in a while he likes to bake our noodle. But that's like playing the lottery. You can't bank on it. Yes, it's also a risk. Wow. And so there's only one systematic way that works for everybody that has no negative side effects by which men rise. And that's by following divine principles in conjunction with walking with a divine God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And notice I said divine. Yes. Because Yahweh is not the only divine being. Divine simply means godly or means spiritual, right? There are other quote-unquote divine spiritual entities. If you walk with a spirit and you follow the spirit's principles, you will have whatever elevation the spirit has at its behest. At the pleasure of the character of the spirit. And so if it's a, if it's a malevolent spirit, it will enjoy making your life miserable once in a while along the way. It will ask you for a family member's blood. Mm. It will ask you once in a while to abuse someone. 
it will send you to a forest to mate with an animal. It's just, it's just the nature. All these are all real things. You see, you think everybody who's, oh, we will see. See, I told you guys in 2020, right? That before 2030 is over, you will read some things in Charisma magazine that will make your ears tingle. Not everybody who stands here. There are witch doctors in suits today. Sangomas in collars. Hmm. Shamans who lead worship. Billionaires who, if you knew where their money came from, you would run a mile. Wow. That's why you must know no man. But, but how did, okay, let's keep moving. And so I want to teach you one of the principles of how way five works is the summary of why I went through that revision class. If you want to do it on the platform that works for everybody, in essence, this is the only platform that works for everybody. God's sovereignty is a lottery. Hard work is a risk. God raising you to teach a lesson should be avoided. Satan fattening you for slaughter, God help you. This is one of the principles you must understand if you're going to do it God's way. Let's go back to Psalm 67. If you could put it on the screen, that'd be great. Psalm 149, sorry. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of the saints. So his praise, in essence, there is a musical component to rising. Hello. There, there is a musical component to rising. When you go to a witch doctor's shrine, what do you hear? Chants and... Good, good answer. So the rest of you, I'm looking at you with one eye. How do you know? Nollywood, eh? Okay. Okay. Mount Zion. Fedros Baba. <laughs> and his praise, where? Where? The congregation of the Kaddishis. It is not anywhere that singing works. It is, and it is not in church per se, because you can be in church without being in the congregation of the holy ones. Remember we talked what holy ones are. Men and women who have accepted the election as senators in Zion, who understand how to function as those who pass laws in the council of heaven. Stop it. In the council of heaven. Those ones, when they gather and there is singing, watch out. So there's two ways to accomplish this. The first is that you find other human kedushis and you gather. In the average church, if there's about 300 people in attendance, in the average church, maybe 25 people will fit this description. I said average. Thank God we're not average, right? That's why you have to be careful what quote unquote congregation you're a part of. Or one of the reasons you have to be careful. Because not every well-meaning guy, see, where two or three are gathered in his name, he's always there. 
So not everywhere where he is, is a congregation of Kedushis. Okay, Dushim, sorry. Means these are people who did not gather for a fun fair. They understood they came to prosecute warfare. Some people who, well, let's just go to church today. Let's see how it happens. No, it is let's go to work. We're, we're, we're going into a session of parliament. These are people who don't know wake up and say, oh boy, I can't be bothered today. I'll just watch from home. Now, don't get, I'm not talking about people who have to watch from home. I'm talking about people who can afford to be there in every way possible and just out of convenience. Does that make sense? I'm not talking about people who just say, well, this church has a good parking spot or this church is outside my front door. No. People who understand that every senator has a ward of constituency. People who, when they're looking for a local assembly, are asking God, where am I designed to be a part of the parliament of? And when they get there, they don't say, what can you do for me? They say, where do I fit in now? Of course, there must be something that should be done for you. God will not put you in a local assembly over a period of time that has absolutely no value to your life. But the primary question should not be, what value does this bring? Those are babies. And I take that back. Those are just believers. But they are not holy ones. They're not saints, right? Saints say, where do I report for duty? And I see it as a reporting. Saints understand whether or not they're worship leader or the instrumentalist or cameraman or an usher or a children's church teacher. They understand that there is a constant, there is a situational environment that they are an administrator or a car parker, whatever it is they do, they see it as part of a puzzle of making sure there can be a congregation of saints. They don't pick songs based on what's catchy. Worship leaders of this ilk don't say, well, last time I led worship, these were the songs people responded to. They go before God and say, Lord, what is the, in essence, what are we, what, what's the agenda of the council for today? And if that song doesn't exist, they write it on the spot. Yes. Yes, sir. If there's no song in circulation, they know. God will give them a song in the moment because there's something and when they hit it, they don't move on because they get bored. They understand that such songs are door openers. They are wedges in the spirit that hold open the atmosphere for heaven to have its work. If they are part of a concert or a worship experience and somebody opens the door, they throw their set away. Yeah. And they say, okay, this is where God is today. And, they, and that's where skill is useful because it's hard to switch when there's no skill. The more skillful you are, the more easy it is to flow. People say, is it, do, we, do we flow or do we have skill? It must be both because your flowing will work better the more skilled you are. Yeah. Are you hearing me, somebody? People like that, when they're invited to preach somewhere, then they see the flyer, they take the, they take the, 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 they take the theme for a few weeks and they brood. Yeah. 
So they invited the minister at Psalms Alive. Say, hmm, Psalms Alive. Not five alive, but Psalms Alive. So I don't care what they feed me in the green room. I, are you hearing me, somebody? Then, then they go and say, Lord, what would you like to do today? Because they understand that they are singing. And hear me, I'm not talking about those who were invited to minister. I mean those who were invited to the event, to sit in the congregation as saints. Oh, -ho. Because when you understand that you won't attend every conference you're invited to. Because there are some conferences you don't have a saying. It's not your senate sitting. Does that make sense? Hear me. Some of you see, some of you brought some of you brought what we call Oambeism. In Nigeria, we call it Oambe. It's like a, it's like I was gonna say Mugbomo branch. It means an Oambe just means you know we're just we're just gonna be there. The, people, the professional party attendants. Literally, listen, every Saturday they take up say they look at the newspaper, who died, who's been buried, who's getting married. They go around town looking for flyers and and they just turn up in their best. They literally, if I, you think they're the host of the party. <laughs> with their plus one. <laughs> with their plus one. <laughs> and some of them bring their takeaway bags with them. And when it was brought that into when it was brought that into Christianity. When you're just looking for places to go. Now, there's nothing wrong with, oh, I hear so and so is ministering here and I place value on their grace good or my friend excellent or this is a ministry ever really cool but just remember for every sitting you attend that you were not inscripted to there is probably one you cannot attend that you were in essence you are a person you're as a human being you are a creature that can only be in one place at the same time you better make sure you are not missing from where you should be because there is a second type of congregation of the saints that you can attend on your own because they are holy ones who were never born. You can be summoned to a congregation of holy ones on your own where you are. Many of you have missed such summons. For those of you who are at the quorum or the press on, on, on Friday, the press, and I noticed some people who usually they were not there, and I say, Kai, so day of all days is the day they chose to miss. I had, see, I was tired. I'd I had to cancel all my meetings on Thursday and Friday. I was physically exhausted. I was not too well. I was emotionally spent, you know? And I just said, you know what? I'm gonna go take a walk, I'm gonna take a drive, then a walk, all right? And so I took a drive, and I took a walk. Let me confess you. And then I looked at the time. Okay, I said I have about two hours, two and a half hours, about two hours or roughly till 11, right, at that point. And so I, I went somewhere to do an activity that, you know, God and I bond well in. And on my way back home, I was going to cancel the press. I typed the note on my phone. Something would allow me to press it. Wow. So I said, okay, well, I'll just go. And uh, you know, anyway, I went in the heat of my spirit. 
I was like, what would P.O. do? Somebody called me to tell me they were just, they didn't want to, okay. And I got to the door of my house, and as I turned the lock, I was aware that there was a presence. Not on the, I mean, the pre, you can argue all you want. You are doctrinal police. God bless you. My Bible makes it clear that even though God is everywhere, he is not everywhere at the same frequency at the same time. There are places he chooses to, God was everywhere when he said, build an ark, put it behind the Holy of Holies. And he says, there, I will meet you. And I, I wish he, there, he said. All I know was on the other side of my door was another worldly presence that was not on this side of the door. And thank God for his dealings with me through the years. I realized immediately what was going on. That I was being invited to a congregation of the saints. Those of you at the, at the press were just my plus ones. Wow. Now, God doesn't always show you what's happening. But you will know there is a burden to pray or sing or you start praying or singing and you can tell that something is hijacking your singing but you remind god that you promised jamila that you are going to go for lunch at 2 p.m and because i'm because jamila is god not god you can't keep jamila waiting so you inform god that when you get back from lunch with jamila and you come back and god has found a replacement in the meeting Or that man you is playing Barcelona and the match is starting in five minutes. And so if he can give you till half time, you'll give him 15 minutes. And God, no. It's a king spirit. Secondly, like I've taught you before, heaven works. See, heaven is the most, the spirit realm is the most ordered system I know. And if you're like me and you naturally struggle with structure and order, then you're at a disadvantage. If you're like me and you're naturally scattered, then you have your first prayer point. In fact, you should not struggle to pray for long because you have one prayer point that could take you three hours. I'm not joking. God, give me, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm serious. If you're like me, right, your prayer should not be hard because you should know what to pray about. God, have mercy on me. Give me grace. Teach me to walk with you. There's an initiation to walking with God. If heaven knows you should be praying at this time, notice God had all day to summon me and he chose the press. You know why? Because the press twice a week coincides with my daily prayer time yes, 11 p.m every evening except for extreme occasions i'm ministering i'm ill or whatever i should be praying yes, god says we know you should be praying at 11 and because you should be leading the press today the prayer should be at your home studio the presence was not in my car it was not on the walk it was not at the park it was where at the place I should have been. 
And when I walked into that house, I literally saw a row of spirits lining up. Congregation of the saints. The Bible says we should sing unto him. This disqualifies half of our prayer and worship time, our praise and worship time in churches. The fact that you're singing about God doesn't mean you're singing unto him. You can sing about him, and even singing about him is too much for, for us sometimes. Don't get me wrong. There's a place for songs like My Blessing, My Breakthrough. Like I know who I am. I'm walking in power, walking in victory. There's a place for them, but that is not praise. It is not praise or worship to say, I know who I am. I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. I live a life of favor. It's, it's a, it's a, that's actually a prayer. It's a declaration. So it, it has its place in the service, but that's not praise. Neither is it worship. Does that make sense? For it to classify as praise and or worship, it must be direct it must be about god right it must be speaking to either his character or personality worship or his capacity of functional identity praise anything else is not praise and worship if it is thanking him for something he's done it's thanksgiving but the fact that it is praise it is a praise or worship song does not mean you are praising and worshiping while singing it. Because unless you are directing it to him, yeah. it is not praise and worship. There must be a conscious understanding that I'm communicating with him as I... In essence, music is simply helping me communicate. It's not the focus of my attention. The, 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 the chords, the keyboard, the drums, the back, the, the other, the, the worship leader is simply giving you an atmosphere. At this point, it is one-on-one. -on -one. It's an audience of one. So it says we should do what? Sing unto him. The English says a new song. The Hebrew says a song of newness. There are songs that bring newness. It could be a song you already know. In essence, there are songs that open seasons and there are songs that are epochs. They, they mark the beginning of activity. He then says, and his praise in the congregation of the saints. You can do it in a human congregation. You can do it by being summoned and invited to an unseen congregation. It says, when you do this, let's run quickly and I'm almost done. First of all, Israel will rejoice in him that made him. You rejoice, not about him, in him. Uh, God said to Abraham, he says, I am your shield. Everybody can rejoice about what God does. But there is a different level where you rejoice. In essence, your joy is regulated by whether or not you are in him.
In essence, your knowledge that you are aligned with him becomes the regulator of whether or not you're happy. At that point, your life can be going great and you're sad. Or your life can be going horribly and you're happy. You have found, and, and, and all this happens with music. You can actually, now, you can do this as a lifestyle, true, but you can condense it with music. You can literally sing yourself into a place yeah. where your joy is in him. And this is why as long as I am humanly in charge here, we will never, never, never have a regular one hour church service never unless unless we came just to worship for the whole hour fine but this whole idea of you know one song two songs three songs boom no because how can you do this in 10 minutes or you sing then you stop then we clap then you talk you give announcements then we sing again that's see don't get me wrong there's such a thing as kingdom entertainment i agree with it it's necessary but it's not praise and worship let's know the difference he came for a concert we came for a concert cool if you called it a praise and worship concert so we came, we came for a recital let's know we came for a kingdom recital we came to enjoy good gospel music and somewhere in the mix god would just do something that's 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 very valid i agree but if you say we came for a worship experience or a praise and worship experience or god let us praise and worship god get out of our way your job is to open the door and let us run stop pulling us back every time we try to move wow wow are you with me somebody for those of you online, let me know you're with me. Let us all rejoice in him that made him. Notice now we're talking, we're talking about praise now. Remember I said praise about God's functional identity. So the first thing you connect with is you made me. You, you didn't make me to suffer. Think about it. You didn't make me to fail. I am fearfully I told some of you recently, I was praying the other day, and Jehovah said to me, it sounds arrogant, I'm just telling you what he said. And, and, and this is how you know it was God. It came with a spiritual aura. God said to me, you are him. Wow. Yes, the millennial way. Mm. Then to make it clear, he says, I mean, those people said, you are himothy. Mm. It sounds arrogant, right? Because I was dealing with something that was affecting my sense of esteem and god said son remember you are him does that make sense yes, sir. you are fearfully and wonderfully made because if i'm praising you and your first manifestation in scripture was as a creator if you are other than three bags of chips then how come you put together rubbish that point your need to rise suddenly becomes nothing to do with your sense of value but everything to do with his identity and his integrity at that and all this can happen as a lifestyle but i'm telling you you can condense two weeks of divine dealings into 30 minutes of singing 
it comes to a point where you are pregnantly aware that you are God's walking brochure and you are bringing discredit to his name. And at that point, you could care less whether or not you enjoy your life, but there is a sense of anger that God's name is profaned on your account. There's a day I was in this atmosphere and, and, and it, I said, Lord, I said, God, see, you better let people know that they're not wasting their time serving you. I said, God, can you imagine if my life goes to nothing? What would Jamila think? Wow. Just think about that. Wow. What would Jackie, how would Jackie feel? Wow. I said, Lord, see, <laughs> for your sake, you better do something. And it came from a very divinely indignant place. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Someone say king. 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 In essence, the Bible says he's enthroned on the praises of his people. He's not enthroned when we sing. He's enthroned when we sing out the reality that he is our king. Who is a king? The final decision maker. In essence, you sing yourself to a place where you are now a subject in a kingdom. Then let them praise his name. If you do this, and I, 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 I got, see, I, I recommend this at night. Eric, come and help me out, please. I recommend this at night. Someone say night. night. A time will come where your body just starts to itch. You just, you just, you just, you just, you know, you just find yourself, you know, let them praise him. What in the dance, someone say the dance, your, your body starts to have a life of its own. You start to salsa and sway. You start to bury mole and anybody who walks you think you're crazy. There was a day I was doing this in my garden, 2am in the morning with earphones on. In my garden literally just throwing myself in a circle myself but lord give you understanding no i didn't say inside i said understanding let them sing praises unto him at that point you need something could be a towel could be a tambourine a shekere could be your phone but you, you, you need something he then says for the lord takes pleasure it started out by you rejoicing in him at that point he will take pleasure in you it's the reverse transaction listen 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 it took jesus 30 years for the Lord to say in him I'm well pleased you can shut it but you can shut you can shorten that into one praise session think about that this is the beauty of music remember all it would take to get from the outer court to the holy of holies the brazen laver the brazen altar wash here burn there sacrifice this eat that shine here don't die there hopefully david says forget all that there is a remove that curtain remove all these things put the ark that would kill the priest in the holy of holies put it in public view and all of us gather around and sing 
music has the ability to condense life into a transportation in the spirit what it took Jesus 30 years of living to hear God says you can accomplish in one prayer session look at that again for the Lord takes pleasure in his people pleasure pleasure in his people he will beautify the meek with salvation see this was the Old Testament oh. He wasn't talking about what you and I call salvation. He literally means he will save you in a way that makes you beautiful and appealing. It means God will deliver you from something in a way that makes you attractive. The reason why your business is not attractive like your neighbor's business is there's something God needs to deliver you from. Something and deliver me something is so you, you can only deliver or save something from something. It means there's something fighting your beauty, something fighting your appeal, your, your, your sense of, of, being, of, being, of being appealing. There's something that is shutting down your elevation. Something that is making you a pariah. And God says, give me chance. Make I walk. Someone say, make I walk. God says, I know my walk. Verse 5. Let the saints be joyful. Before you were joyful in him, now you're joyful in what? Glory. And the word glory there is literally the same word in Isaiah chapter 16. It's tangible glory. Someone say stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Many of us know the Shekinah dimension of the glory. We don't know the doxa. We don't know the kavod. Shekinah is the first level of glory. It's the atmospheric or the first, it's the first effect of glory, sorry. It's the atmosphere of glory. But the Bible says that Moses says, I want to see. And God then began to describe himself. Isaiah 6, he talks about the glory. And it says glory can come. It talks about coming. Someone say coming. Your light comes, right? The glory of God is risen upon you. And then seven or eight things start to come. Money comes. People comes. Influence comes. I'm quoting Isaiah 60. Don't call me a prosperity preacher. I'm simply reading mine and your Bible. Chips come. Booth, things. So glory in its final form has an effect on things you can see god doesn't want you to be joyful in the absence of glory forever but he needs you to start the journey by being joyful in glory and as you journey with him the shekinah becomes doxa so shekinah becomes kavod sorry and then kavod becomes doxa shekinah is the light and the cloud Doxa is the effect, the weight, and the impact. So, Kavod is the weight and the impact. Doxa is literally influence and possession. Something you can see and measure. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud. Someone say aloud. Why do we have to speak out loud or sing out loud? Because the Bible says even on their beds it's a different sermon then verse 6 it is at this point that the high praises of god go in your mouth you have now graduated to a fully fledged spiritual politician 
God says, now that we have fixed you, let's give you a sword. There's work to do. A two-edged sword in their hands to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people to bind their kings. You cannot bind their king till he is your king with chains and they're innocent. There are rulers, men and unseen entities that are responsible for what you are suffering. And then you begin to understand that your case was simply a reference point for several others. You had to go through what you went through, Natalia, because it was what would give you the authority to bind a prince and a king that is troubling a generation of women. It, it gives you authority. You become a wielder of power against what once wielded power against you. To execute vengeance upon the heathen, punishments upon the people. God is saying, see, you will punish Satan. So when people say God punished Satan, that's technically, yes. God will punish Satan at the end. But in between, he wants you to punish Satan. Mm. Execute judgment upon them, the judgment written. This honor have all his kedushim. So, what was written about you? Let me come this way. Hey, let me, because you say I'm picking on you, let me talk to my wife. What is written about you may not by itself come to pass until it is executed. So, hear me. If you will rise, you will either pay the price to become this kind of person, or you better find somebody who has paid the price and lavish them with honor. It's <laughs> a different sermon, but let me close here. Gehazi was telling, by the way, how Gehazi lost his leprosy is a different matter. But Gehazi was telling the king in his time about the woman whose son Elisha healed, the one who Elisha prophesied her, her son's birth. Uh, she was in a famine, and the Bible says Elisha told her, get out of this land because there's going to be a famine. So she went down, and when she came back, her land had been taken. And, and one of us don't realize there are seasons in our lives where in trying to avoid inconvenience, we lost out on our inheritance. I, I can't be the only one who's done that. I've done, I mean, I, I, I wrote the book on that. And the Bible says the king appointed for her an official. The king was appointed an official if you will recover. The king says, you go and get her land back for her. So the things you cannot accomplish on your own. Are you hearing me somebody? So the official is either the Holy Spirit because you paid the price to walk with him at that level, right? Or you bet on while you are growing, if you have not become a principality, find one. But we live in a generation that will not pay the price and will not honor anybody, and we wonder why we keep dying like chickens. <laughs> the judgment written about your life that you will rise, that you will become a certain person, must be executed by a person who is a saint. A holy one so either you come to that place yourself on your journey find one right listen and i don't I, no, I, no, i've said this in quotes some of you know, i said some of you i'm pleading with you my wife would tell you i'm a very simple guy yes i'm simple am i not the people in this room who've lived with me before right natalia's lived in my house right 
Carmelas lived in my house, right? And I don't mean they visited for a night. I mean they've lived for weeks. At, and they're not. Do I? I'm very. I'm, I carry my bags. I wash my stuff. I can feed myself. I can serve my own food. I, I, I'm not. I don't care about being waited on. I'm. Ve- I'm. I carry my own Bible when I'm preaching. I can drive myself. I pump my own fuel. I can cut my own grass. Right? But if you have not paid the price to be a holy one, and God puts one in your life, humble yourself. There are judgments that you do not yet qualify to execute. And the gap between you and that judgment is the free currency called honor. And no matter how high you rise, how high you rise, because God is a God of honor, there are things in your life that even at some levels, he will put in the capacity of another person to trigger for you. And if you are arrogant, you die at that level. And when he really wants to humble you, he will put it in the capacity of somebody who you think you should be their senior. But I told you that's a different sermon. But then the flip side is, aren't you tired of needing another person to execute every judgment in your life? You should grow to a place where you don't need to call your pastor about some things. Now, now, I don't mean that you're hiding them, no. I mean that you want to call, but you're like, this is beneath this man's dignity to be dealing with this i have grown does that make sense you 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 your wife has a pain in her stomach and they, they, they tell her you know eh, you're going to need a vasectomy you say baby leave this matter with me go and sleep if you can't do that don't marry someone's daughter if that, i'm not joking men if there are matters you cannot handle alone with god leave that woman alone I don't mean all matters, but there should be something you can say, okay, I have grown to a level where they they tell you your child has something. Leave this with me. Does that make sense? In essence, I can go and find that judgment in the spirit and execute it. And you can do it with music. You can do it with music. Once in a while, create a personal night vigil. Don't invite anybody, just you and God. And get your playlist ready. Your songs, your instrumentals, your whatever, right? And say for the next five hours in this room, it is me, God, and God helps Satan if he walks in here, right? And you begin to move through the gears. You start out tired. You're, you're, and that's why you need the music. Because if you were not tired, you could sing it. But you start out listening, to, you know. First it was fragrance. Then, then it will literally turn to fire, you know. And then you, and a point comes where singing and music gives way to declarations you start dancing and you can tell it's war you're stomping you're you, you in a godly way you start throwing yourself in a circle Ooh. the 
when you go to bed, you let me say this the way they say where I come from. You ba, you ma, you know. There's times you finish praying or worshiping and you're hoping. There's other times you 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 know. You know. You bind princes. You literally take a hold of the thing that was causing disaster and you say, sit down here. If you move, shut up, sit down. Satan says, yes, sir. If I help him. And I'm looking at people in this room and online who God has ordained to do that through for nations, families, and regions. So he will not use his sovereignty. That's why you will not enjoy number four. The people who usually enjoy number four are either those who have already learned this lesson or those who don't have this assignment. If you will be the father of faith, you will learn faith. So God will enforce you to go through this school with your personal affairs because when you rise he's going to need you to repeat it at higher levels you can cry you can complain you can say why me and immortals have time if you die this way they will pick one of your children and the stand with me stand with me tonight i want you to lift up your voice and cry and say God teach me I didn't have time to show you Psalm 67 where the Bible says when we praise him his face will shine his panim you know what panim is don't you his essence his direction his reality his opinion so you literally God's face is a dead bulb and you put on the light switch many of you have been seeking his face and you found it but it was not shining open your mouth and pray God teach me teach me to praise you so how does loving God come in here the Bible says he will delight in you when you joy or become joyful in him when he becomes your delight when it becomes about him not you whether it's private or corporate worship when it comes from the place Come on, someone lift your voice and cry to him. We worship you. We glorify your name. We glorify. We adore you, Jesus. Oh, we magnify your name. Yeah. 
I do, Jesus? Sing to him, sing to him. I magnify your name. Let every chain break. This is what Saul, Paul and, and Silas did in the Corinthian jail. I adore you. I magnify your name. We sing you. How great, how great you are. How great, how great you are. Let the people say, let the people say, my God, how great you are. How great, how great you are. Let the people say, let the people say my god how great how great you are take my game up just a bit let kingdom culture say we say today how great Say how great. How great you are. How great you are. How great you are. How great Father, as we go on this journey starting Tuesday, your word says that we shall have a song as in the time of the night assembly. 
accelerate in this season by the technology of music singing and worshiping and praising you thereby divine dealings supernatural happenings epoch making transactions cause your face to shine upon us cause your face to shine upon us let your high praises it's not high praise because it's loud it's high praise because it takes you to a realm and it comes from that realm be in our mouth your high praises in our mouth let a two-edged sword be in our hands and let there be the effective dispensation of divine judgment to the glory of your name we praise somebody somewhere clap your hands oh you people i said clap your hands oh you people and shout unto god with a voice of triumph come on shout unto god with a voice of praise we lift your name all right we're going to take our communion today we would have done that if it was a general assembly we'll do it anyway i'm going to do it myself today the bible says the same night he was crucified he was crucified in the month of nisan or aviv the hebrew month in which we are the passover is in less than 14 days the feast of the lord that was assigned as a memorial and the bible says through paul that he took bread thank you and he broke it and he said this is my body someone say my body my, body. my structure my substance my entity me the word body in the greek there is also used to mean the entirety of my being when the bible says offer up your body as a living sacrifice it doesn't just mean your physical flesh has to start it literally is the hebrew word moed uh, my muchness my all that consists of me and all that i consist of he then says eat it do it in remembrance or in invocation of me in essence this is all that i am made of and when you do it do it with your mind focused on me being made manifest he says he then took the cup the biblical metaphor of his life experiences he told the apostles who asked to sit on his side can you drink of the cup i drink of so this is my cup of the new covenant it's a binding contract <clears throat> it's the new covenant in my blood he says the bible says the life of the creature is in the blood the life by which he functions the operating system that makes him him is in here again he says as often as you do it do it what remembrance literally means consciously invoking me this is another of the mysteries by which men rise 
done correctly. And every time we do it, we're literally taking on his essence and the life that regulates his experiences. People have been healed of incurable diseases by this thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I want you to do with understanding today. Take that bread and break it. And understand that you are ingesting a prophetic metaphor of the essence of who and what Jesus is. that cup this is the beauty of the communion cup a cup like I said prophetically throughout scripture is a metaphor for the experiences of a person you're literally saying Lord whatever Jesus did there are things he did I don't have to do like die on a cross but there are things he did I now receive the grace to do like live a life of consecration what he has been through is accredited to you and the grace to do what you must do in furtherance of his example is accredited to you. Drink that cup with that understanding. I'll take two minutes and settle some scores in the spirit. Apply what you've done in some specific directions. Give God a chance to speak to you. Thank you for shifting atmospheres, breaking yokes, opening seasons, transporting realities in and out of our lives. That as we are, as you are in this life, so are we. That we are seated in you, seated in you, far above principalities, powers, nobles, and kings. We bind them with fetters of iron. We execute written judgments this week. Judgments against the enemy, but also judgments in our favor. We receive divine officials, unborn spirit beings, and when necessary, human beings that have been assigned to ensure the brightness of our rising. Let it be as we have spoken in your hearing. For now and forever, we belong to you. Somebody clap those hands, oh you people. And shout to God. Now you understand the, 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 the mystery, right? Shout to God with a voice, come on, of praise. Shout to God with a voice of praise. I said shout to God with a voice of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Father, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. And we don't just say that, but we now we have understanding. How many of you plan to use your weapon this week? Amen. Amen. You can praise anywhere, you know. You can praise anywhere. Amen. So we've come to the end of the service um, today. But of course, remember the things that are happening um, from the 4th of April. And all the details will be sent via email and also on the announcement um, on the announcement groups. Okay, can we just share the grace together um, in... Of course, of course. We'll have the announcements. Hi everyone, my name is Penyal and I'll be bringing you this week's announcements. So as you guys know, the first Sunday of the month, we have General Assembly, but unfortunately we've had to cancel that due to some unseen circumstances with our building, hence why we are not all together in the same room right now. But we do plan to be together this month, so stay tuned for more information regarding that. Please see the giving details, which will be on your screen right now and can also be found in the description of this video. And do not forget to specifically reference where you're giving to. So if you would like to give to the building funds, um, if you would like to give to the Kenya Orphanage, the Minister Support Fund, etc, etc. Pray, prayer, praying, our tool in battle. Prayer watchers continue this week with the aim of 24-7 prayers. So it is open to anyone and everyone. So you can join us Monday to Friday at 6.30am, at 12pm and at 7pm. On Tuesdays and Fridays, we gather together for the press, which is at 11pm on Zoom or on YouTube. If you would like to join or partner with Prayer Culture, you can do so via Telegram or reach out to the team on prayerculture at kculture.org. On Tuesday the 4th, we start Week of Apostolic Emphasis, um, which is a time of teaching. As we head into our Passover season, our secretion journey kicks off on Wednesday the 5th to the 16th. We will be praying together every day at 7 p.m. on Zoom and on YouTube. On Saturday the 15th, we have our 12 hours of prayers from 10 a.m. And joining us will be Rev Gideon Odoma, and he will also be with us for our Passover Sunday service. We welcome you to join us in Holborn, and we will be very, very happy to have you here with us. Royals, our children ministry, we, um, we have lessons every single Sunday at 11 a.m. So if you would like your child to grow closer to God and learn more about the principles of faith, then please, please reach out to the team at kcroyals at kculture.org. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. And I pray that God will be with you in all and guide you in all this week. In Jesus name. Amen. Bye bye. And thank you very much, Peniel, for those life-changing announcements. My life has been changed. We're going to give our offerings um, and our tithes. If you haven't done so already, the details will be on the screen. Okay, I, I was at, like you heard Rev say, we were at Sam's Alive. And I loved how they did the offering on Saturday. Like they paused everything and said, bring out your phones and key in the details and put in your offering. 
but yes yeah, so um we have those are the details and the different ways that you can give to honor god with your substance it is biblical and we don't just do that for the for show so i'm just going to pray over our offerings now father we want to say thank you for the opportunity to give to you out of our substance we ask that in the name of Jesus Christ, this will be acceptable in your sights, not just our offerings, not just our substance, but our persons as well in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I believe that's everything for now, apart from the fact that you need to go out and praise the Lord and have a wonderful week and just get ready to fast and, you know, and accelerate your life and be fast. Okay. All right, then. God bless you all. Let's share the grace together. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. God bless you so much. Enjoy your week. Amen. Amen.